bitches. We are back for another episode of Hot for Justice, a cold case podcast. I'm Jamie. And I'm Jessica. Yes. Um, before we jump right back into the show, we would like to um, address a little corrections corner from last week where um, <laughs> I'm just going to go out right there and say it. I am shit at math. Yeah, I'm not very good at it either. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had incorrectly um, come to the conclusion that Alex Hernandez had be had he still be alive today would be 20 years old when in fact uh, he would be 22 yes so um yeah i just wanted to just really just come clean with that it's been bothering me all week <laughs> we've been laughing laughing at ourselves all week about it like we're both college graduated women yes and um you know i i can't add and uh you know my it was just there was a lot of pressure and right <laughs> to do that math real fast and it it's okay. It's fine. They were pretty much almost round numbers. I'm pretty sure a second grader could have done that. But, you know, I can't. And, you know, you agreed with me. Right. So I did. So you're just as much to blame as I am. I am. Um, <laughs> so now that we've gotten, um, you know, that elephant in the room taken care of, um, I'm going to go ahead and jump in with my case of the week. Uh, it is the death, the mysterious death of Miss Natalie Wood. And you mm-hmm. said you were a little bit familiar with this case? Yes. Yeah. So actually in high school, we did a play on West Side Story. Mm-hmm. And I, I th- I'm pretty sure that I looked her up after, like, we did that play. Because I'm, I'm sure my mom said something about how she okay. kind of died under mysterious circumstances. So Interesting. Um, yeah, I, when I was a child, and I mean, still to this day, my dad has this truly awful joke. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of wood doesn't float? Oh, no. Natalie. Oh, you know, I've heard it before. I've heard right. it. <laughs> and I never really understood the joke until recently when I looked this case up. Because mm-hmm. I was not familiar with her or this case really at all. Yeah. Um, but it got really um, highly, uh, a lot of media attention in the last few years. Because in 2011, there was more information brought up about the case, mm-hmm. which I'm going to get into. Um and recently, there's been a, no- a whole another podcast that um, has been done about the case. It's like a, I think a 12 oh. or 13 part series. Okay. Um, it's pretty good. Um, if you want to give it a listen, I'll link it down in the show notes. I think it's called like a fateful voyage or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, that was a lot of really good research for this. Um, and then on Netflix, they have this little series. I think it's called Too Young to Die, where they talk about. Um, actors and just famous people that died, I think, under the age of, like, 55 or mm-hmm. something. Um, and they did a special on her, um, which I also watched in do- doing some research for the show. Okay. Um, I would recommend that as well if you want to learn more about her, because I'm just going to give you kind of the Reader's Digest right. about her background. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of information. <laughs> there is a ton of information, um, especially about her personal life, which I'm, again, going to kind of gloss over. Okay. Um, so I guess I'll just kind of jump right into that. Um so, Natalie Wood was born Natalia Nicolavania Zarenko um, in July of 1938. I'm absolutely positive that I butchered that very Russian name. Yeah, that's a name. Yeah. That's a beautiful name. I'm sure yes. I would have butchered it, too. <laughs> um, when she actually started in Hollywood, they made her change her name because she didn't sound American enough. Yeah. Um, so, that's how she chose the name Natalie Wood. Um so kind of more backstory, she grew up in San Francisco with her Russian immigrant parents. Uh, she began her career in film as a child and was a very successful Hollywood star as a young adult. She had received three Academy Award nominations before she turned 25. Uh, she was in films such as Miracle on 34th Street, Rebel Without a Cause, West Side Story, as Jessica mm-hmm. had mentioned, and Gypsy. So in the 70s, she actually took a little bit of a hiatus from acting. 
to uh, get married a, a few times and have a couple of kids uh, with Robert Wagner. Um, to talk a little bit more about that. So they got married uh, the first time when she was, I believe, 19 years old. They were super young in love. Well, I mean, she was super young. He was quite a bit older than her, I think, Uh, like 15 years or more. I clearly researched him very well. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, so yeah, they got married at a young age, and then she actually walked in on him fucking their butler. Oh my god. Like a dude? Yes, like a dude. (laughs) Well, I mean, not like a dude. He was definitely a dude. Okay. She walked walked in on him having sex with a man, and she was like, I'm sorry, like, that's not really going to work out for me. That would be shocking to come home to. (laughs) You don't say. (laughs) And, um... Yeah, that was kind of wild. Sure, but she was also kind of like fucking around, yeah, like with other so dudes. Like, they were both fucking around with other dudes. Yeah, you know, so that doesn't really make for a great marriage. No. So she ended up marrying one of the guys that she was kind of fucking around with. Okay, but like she like always said like, oh, I was I was never involved with him before we got married. Uh-huh. Like sure, uh-huh. yeah, sure, Jan. Anyway, <laughs> sure, Jan. <laughs> um, and then after that second marriage failed, she was uh-huh. like, you know, who is really cool. Robert Wagner. Yeah. I should marry him again. So she did. Yeah, she totally did. They got married again. They had two kids. And then she decided to get back into acting. Okay. Um, and that's kind of where we pick back up on the actual story of how she died. Okay. So in November 29th of 1981, she had just started filming the movie Brainstorm uh, with Christopher Walken. And her, her husband, and Christopher decided to take a weekend trip to Catalina Island on their yacht Mm -hmm. and it was the week of thanksgiving uh, you know holidays just happened the weather was honestly shit yeah um doesn't seem like a very nice trip no like it's gonna be fucking cold like i'm sorry like no no, absolutely not and i guess the water's really choppy it was supposed to be like storming uh the yacht captain was like i'm sorry like are you sure like we should go out and they're like let's fucking go let's rage because like (laughs) they would go out in the yacht get like stupid drunk yeah party oh my god i would have I would vomit everywhere. <laughs> I would die. Um, sounds awful. But yeah, so they, you know, went on this trip that really nobody should have been going on in the first yeah. place. I feel like this was just some foreshadowing of some, you know, like, right. shit to come, yeah. honestly. Uh, so, yeah, so they went on the trip anyways. And so the first night, she, they all got really, really drunk, right? Mm-hmm. The four of them are having a rip in time on this b- giant boat in the middle of the, you know, middle of the ocean. Yeah. And... Robert and Natalie get in this, like, huge hairy fight. Like, they're, like, screaming at each other. She doesn't want to be anywhere near him. She is just, like, so upset. She makes the yacht captain take her to the island. Oh, that's awkward. Right, and they get a a couple hotel rooms because he's like, I don't want to, like, leave her alone. Yeah. Um, That's nice. And, like, he, like, to this day is like, nothing happened between us because, like, that's something that's been speculated is, like, she, like, was cheating on her husband with the yacht captain. Uh. But he's like, I had a girlfriend. Like, I absolutely did not. Like, yeah. honestly, it doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. Um, they were, everyone was sleeping around any, anyways. Yeah. But they they were allegedly not. Okay. So she spends the night apart from him. Mm-hmm. Um, the next day, everyone kind of, everything is glazed over. They're having a good time again. And then all of a sudden, she's missing. They can't find her. Have they been drinking at that point? They had been drinking okay. a lot. Okay. They were very drunk. They were fucked up. Okay. And uh, RJ is, like, freaking out. He's like, I can't find her. They're trying to call the Coast Guard. They are doing, like, a search for her. Okay. Her body isn't found until 8 a.m. the next morning. Uh, she was found beached next to the inflatable dinghy 
um, about a mile away from the yacht on the shores of Catalina Island. Okay. Um, her autopsy shows that there had been bruising, or, or sorry, the Coast Guard mm-hmm. said that they had seen bruises and abrasions all over her body and face. Okay. Um, her autopsy doesn't really mention much of that, which okay. is interesting. Yeah. Um, I'll get more into that in a moment. Okay. Um, the autopsy did reveal that her blood alcohol content was 0.14%, um, hey. which as of today in California, the legal limit's 0. 0.08. Yeah. But back then it was like 0.1, oh, wow. which is bananas to me in the first place. Yeah. But the fact that her blood alcohol content was so high, and she also had medications in her bloodstream, um, a motion sickness pill, which I guess would address um, our yeah. yakking yeah, everywhere. You're not supposed to drink with those. Either. No, and she also had painkillers in her system. Okay, so that's so, not a good combo either. No, which leads to what the coroner and the investigation had said, which was that she had accidentally drowned, right. quote unquote. Um, Basically, what they said happened was that she was fucked up. She got in the dinghy to get away from everyone because she just decided to take a little little paddle out yeah. to, you know, the water. She was sick, everybody. Um, she fell out of the dinghy, like, got in an accident, basically, and couldn't get back in because she was too drunk and she drowned. Oh, wow. I that's, mean, that makes sense, though. Like, that storyline makes right, sense. Right. That seems feasible. Right. Um, it has come out that she could not swim. Okay. She was deathly afraid of water. So she probably wouldn't go on a dinghy by herself then. Right. And that's where things kind of get interesting. Okay. So her sister from day one is like, I'm sorry, like that makes absolutely no sense to me. She hated water. She was afraid of it. She could not swim. Right. She didn't like being, like she didn't even know how to drive the damn dinghy. Yeah. Like so. she wouldn't have known how to untie it. Right. Like, that wasn't her thing. Like, uh, the well, boat she, captain. Yeah, she had no, people to do it for her. Right. Like, you're rich and famous. Like, why not? Like, yeah. I wouldn't know how to do it either. I wouldn't like, either, no. <laughs> um, so, like, there's just saying up, down, left, and right that, like, she absolutely would not have. But Robert's like, oh, no, she did it all the time. Like, she would go out of the dinghy all the time by herself. Weird. And everyone else is like, I'm sorry, I've never seen her do that before. Okay. So, there, everyone's so confused. A there's a lot weird. of, mm-hmm. a lot of miscommunication going on. Okay. Right. So, the mysterious death happens, and uh, Robert's story is that he went to, he had gone to bed, she wasn't there, that's when he got worried. No, 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 no. Hmm. It has come out now, in 2011, the yacht captain did a series of interviews, Ooh. and he said that Wagner didn't search for her, or let anyone know what was going on for a couple of hours. That's sketchy. Like, when he had gone to bed... He didn't come back out for three hours, and then he was like, oh, Natalie's missing. Like, all of a sudden. Interesting. Right. And uh, the captain, Dennis Davern, he says, like, oh, yeah, like, we were all drinking. Like, I, in fact, I totally saw her. I never saw her get in the dinghy. I never saw any of that. Why did the captain just say that in 2011? So, in that podcast that I had listened to, Uh um, they had some interviews with him, and he was saying that... After Natalie's death, Robert Wagner had some people basically come to his apartment, pick him up, and they said, you're absolutely not saying anything that we're not telling you to say. Makes sense. So they... They threatened him, basically. 100%. Yeah, okay. So yeah, he had basically just been bullied into not saying anything to the police or anything. Okay. And finally, after, you know, 20 years, 30 years, excuse me, I don't want to fuck up my math again... (laughs) Uh, after 30 years, he decided, you know what, I don't feel comfortable with this. I'm coming clean. Okay. And is so, Robert Wagner still alive now? 
That's actually a wonderful question. Okay. And we are back with the answer. <laughs> I had to Google that immediately because I didn't want to be an asshole. Um, so yes, he is uh, alive and well, actually, he's 89 years old, um, and it turns out he did a 10-episode stint in NCIS, and Jessica's about to be very I'm, upset I'm with what I'm about I'm a little heartbroken say. because he plays, <laughs> he plays Anthony Dinozo Sr., and he's so cute on that show. Like, I love him. I did not know that was him, and I'm a little heartbroken right now. Yeah, because I'm about to, like, break your heart. <laughs> so, basically, there's a few fields of thought as to what happened, okay. right? So the clear, obvious, like, assumption is, like, okay, Robert Wagner killed her, mm-hmm. right? It's always the husband. Is that not what uh, we always say? It's always the goddamn husband, every single time. And here's some theories why. Okay. So we've already addressed that she has walked in on him fucking other dudes. hmm So there's two fields of thought, one of them being that he was fucking Christopher Walken, interesting right so what is christopher walken has he said he hasn't said dick about anything he just has not okay um any the only thing i can find is that he it was just very complicit with the investigation originally he has not said a damn word about it i mean wouldn't want to like that could affect his reputation right and in the 80s and you know 90s being gay was not a thing well Well, i mean like it was a thing but like nobody talked about it yeah and well, because there's it, such like stigma around it, it would have been debilitating to their careers. Yeah. Um, and so, theory is she walked in on them fucking. Everyone was drunk. She was pissed. Yeah. And you know, she ha- either had to go or there was an accident. Right. And interesting though. Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> okay. I just wonder because she had walked in on him before and she didn't really say anything. Did she like? Did it come she out? She didn't out him at the time. Okay. So she, she was like cool about it, I guess. Yeah. So that kind of, I feel like that theory, I mean, unless, I don't know. Right, so right. interesting, right? Yeah, and it then, is, it, it's food for thought. Right, and the other theory, well, another theory is that she was fucking Christopher Walken because she had been a known adulterer as well. Right. And he walked in on them and decided to, or Robert Wagner walked in on them. Get rid of her. To get rid of her because he was upset with her. He had, in the, it comes, in his memoir that he published, um, I think in the late 90s or early 2000s, mm-hmm. he had mentioned that the men that she would sleep with, uh, he wanted to kill all of them. Like, he says that in his own memoir. Dang. That he had basically homicidal thoughts towards people that she had slept with. Right. I mean, that's normal. <clears throat> like, but right. then why... Why act now? To, right. That, and why get back together with somebody when you're both cheating on each other? Right. And you know that, like, you know if a person does it, multiple times already they're probably gonna not stop doing it right and i truly believe it's because they knew that they were such a power couple and that right. they were going to be bigger for... together mm-hmm. than they would have ever been apart i see okay so i think it was all for reputation and you know as opposed to right i see so those are kind of the two big theories is that basically christopher walken was fucking one of one them one of them okay um and i don't know i kind of buy it um i don't know really which one i buy more yeah i don't know <laughs> but i mean Christopher Walken, I've never seen him date or be married to anybody. Um, either. I, I mean, I could absolutely be wrong about that, but... Uh, we could, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so it's really just interesting to me, and also the fact that, again, like, her body was, in fact, covered in bruises and scrapes and Yeah, I mean, I just wonder if maybe she was alive for a while, and, like, 
she hit something while she was in the water. Maybe that's right. why. I mean, I don't know. It could be. Yeah, and I just either. I find it really hard to believe that nobody saw or heard anything. Yeah. On that boat, right? Because a neighboring boat heard her screaming the night she died. Interesting. And that's the other thing that I'm kind of getting to. So there was a woman that came out um, and she was interviewed and she was like, "Yeah, we were on a boat that was." Um, you know, probably less than a mile away from their boat. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of the night, we heard screaming, like, help, I'm drowning, help, I'm drowning. And we were trying to call the Coast Guard and trying to call, and we couldn't get through because of the bad weather. Interesting. So, if somebody else heard it, why could they not hear it? Right. And how did... Right, that's... So, she did, that's in fact, have an accident. Unless maybe they were, like, blacked out drunk. Right. Also, I just Googled, and Christopher Walken is current... Well, it says he married casting director George Ann Walken. Nathan. Oh. So they have no children, but I don't know if they're still married. Who knows? Maybe she's a beard. You know, there's a lot I of... I know, absolutely. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it, it's possible. Yeah. So, I mean, again, there's a lot of different theories as to kind of what was going on, but... Yeah. The fact that, you know, it was the 80s in Hollywood, right. and well, things would just, just go know. away. Yeah, people did whatever they... Rich people could really do whatever they wanted. Right. And Robert Wagner was really good buddies with Ronald Reagan, who had just finished being president okay. and had a lot of power right. and could, you know, make shit just Happen. like it never happened. Right. Well, and money will get you good places, too. You're not wrong. So, that's yeah, interesting. Very interesting. And so, yeah, no other, like, advances have been made of the case other than that they changed her uh, cause of death in her uh, autopsy report mm-hmm. and her, like, case file is now it says drowning and other undetermined factors. The case is technically reopened. Um, Robert Wagner is their prime suspect and person of interest. Okay. But there's just not enough evidence yeah, I to mean, nail him. Right. And especially now after it's been over, what? A hundred percent. Like, so long. I'm not going to mask anymore. I'm just going to make vague, <laughs> ma- vague re- math references. Perfect. It's same. been so long that there's, like, I'm sure they can't really find new evidence or anything about it. No. And they can't, like, it, even if they did exhume the body, there'd be really no Right, you know, there's nothing. Extra physical evidence as right. far as that's concerned. It's all really hearsay at this point. Yeah. And uh, Robert Wagner refuses to cooperate with investigators at this point. But, I mean, like, the man's, like, almost 90 years old. Yeah. Like, he right. just wants to probably just die and move on. So what do you think happened? Are you you're leaning more towards he murdered her? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think he murdered her, and I think that Christopher Walken was, you know. Involved. Maybe involved? I think he was at least complicit. Yeah. Like, I think he might have been an accessory. Like, I think he knows way more than he's letting on. That's interesting. Yeah. So, um, for all of you, like myself, that didn't know that Christopher Walken was adjacent to a murder. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know he was even in that. He was involved. Arguably, just feet away from what happened. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the case of Natalie Wood. Wow. Yeah. I'm sad, though. Yeah. Like I said, she was fucking beautiful. Yeah. And she was such a talented actress. And I really like Robert Wagner, and now I have a totally different... <laughs> I mean, who... I I don't know. And Chris Walken! Right. <laughs> like, you know? I, I, I'm, I have like, weird thoughts about him now. Yeah. You kind of just think of people different. I guess when you know that they could or have at been least adjacent to this. Yeah. yeah. So weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. So on that bummer, um, it's uh, your turn. <laughs> okay. Well, I have a bigger bummer. Great. To talk about two bigger bummers, actually. Fantastic. So in my case, I started researching one, which led me to two Ooh. that the police have grouped together that I'm not necessarily convinced 
go together. Mm. Okay. So the media refers to them as the bride-to-be murders. Ooh. Okay. So we're talking about the 1970s. Mm-hmm. Um, in March of 1970, 11.30 p.m., um, a 23-year-old nurse from Sacramento, her name is Judith Hikari, she calls her fiancé to let him know she's leaving um, the hospital. She's done with her shift. Um, she was working at what is now, it's not operational anymore, but it was a Sutter Memorial Hospital. Um, so she was letting him know she was headed home, which should have only taken 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. This is at 11.30 at night. By, at night. Okay. By 1.30 a.m., she has not returned home. And Good he God. was waiting for her at her apartment, but I I don't know if, like, he was inside her apartment or what, but he was waiting for her there. She hadn't gotten there. And okay. so he was like, something's Like, wrong. where's my fiance? Right. So he calls her work um, to see if she'd even, like, left or if something happened. She got roped into, like, working, you know, more or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they said that she had left. So then he goes out to the parking lot, and he sees that her car was parked in her normal spot. What? But the door was open, the keys were on the floor, and her fiance, and his fiancé was gone. Like, she was nowhere to be found. And he searched the parking lot for her to see if, like, maybe she had gotten hurt or mugged or, you know, she was laying somewhere injured, but she was totally... Like, she obviously made it home, but she was nowhere to be found. <clears throat> yeah, creepy. So, then her fiancé calls the sheriff's department and... Um, Judith's parents and the officers come they're like checking out her car they find her scarf in the car as well as some buttons from a polka dot coat that she had and that was on the passenger side of the back seat why is it there so right kind of random mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm unless something fell off but right it's kind of a, I mean like if you, you if you think you would lose one button not multiple right Exactly. So, they also found two hand rip strips of a Canon brand ripped towel in the back seat, which the brand I guess helped them kind of narrow down where they came from. Okay. So they found that those types of towels were commonly used at institutions, like having um, like large number of showers there. Okay. So, um, like gyms, school gym, like health was, clubs. Things I was gonna like say that. That my first thought was prison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably prison, too. But what you said made probably more sense. Go <laughs> A on. A little more accessible. <laughs> right. Um, so they, the, the people who were close to Judy said she would never just leave. Um, but the police, you know, in that time, I feel like when women would go missing, they'd be like, oh, she's ran away with somebody. <laughs> she's gone. She's got a lover. She's just gone. She's, she's whored left. herself out. Exactly. <laughs> they never, I feel like, really took it seriously. So right. um, they, the police weren't necessarily convinced um, they were like, maybe she just left. Um, there was no blood or anything in her car. All they found were those polka dots, the button or the p- buttons from the polka dot coat, and then the ripped pieces of towel. Um, so no blood, no nothing that like indicated there was a fight or a struggle or mm-hmm. anything else. Okay. So um, yeah, they kind of just were like, well, we ran on, she must have ran away. Like they didn't think the ripped up cloth and like all these buttons from her coat was weird or not a sign of a struggle? I mean, I think they thought it was weird, but they were just like, well, I don't, we don't know. I I feel like it was so calm. I know, right? (laughs) Okay, so she definitely did not just run away. Um, A month later, hikers found her body buried in a laundry bag in a shallow grave outside of a town called Weimar in Placer County. It could be Weimar. I'm not sure how we're going to pronounce it, but... (laughs) We're going to call it... If you want to go the yeah. more German way, it's going to be Weimar. But if we're going to go American... Okay, easy. I miss, miss I lived in Germany. 
<laughs> uh, it took me a while to learn. Okay. <laughs> um, anyways, so Placer County, um, that town is about 40 miles from where Judith's apartment was in Sacramento. So Wow. Yeah, not not terribly far, but also not that close. Enough of a distance for it to be weird. But more remote than Sacramento. So, like, there's more, I mean, there's obviously an area where you could dump a body. So, they found her body had been brutally bludgeoned and she was strangled to death. Um, And then they had later determined it was Judith from the dental records because the body was decomposed so badly they couldn't just, like, make an identification. Right. So, um, now both investigators from Sacramento County and Placer Counties are working on the case because she's found in a different county. Um, they identified three persons of interest in the case. Um, the owner of the land where her body was found okay. um, he had come forward and said he'd spotted three well-dressed men in a parked car with a partially open trunk only six days after she disappeared. Okay, so kind of weird. Yeah. I and like they're it. on his property, and as he approached them... He said, they, um, they said he, they were digging for bottles, quote-unquote, and told the, the landowner not to touch their car. And they, like, they, as he's approaching, they closed the trunk so he can't see what the fuck? what's in it. And then where they were were eventually where they had found her body. So it's not like, right. you know, that's pretty damning. You um, don't say. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, they... So they're a little sus. Yeah. They, the guy, the landowner, was able to do, like, a help with a composite sketch of mm-hmm. one of the men, one of the three. And um, they've got that online, so we'll have to, we'll put all that in our show notes so you Perfect. guys can check that out because maybe you know who he is. Ooh. Yeah. You never know. Um, so then this is where I get into the second part of, part two of the story. Okay. The cops have these two cases linked, which I will talk about in a little bit. Okay. Okay. So, seven months later, uh, Nancy Benelak, I could be saying her last name wrong, if so, I apologize. Uh, she's a 27-year-old court reporter. She kisses her fiancé. Fiancé is keyword here. Remember that? Fiancé, goodbye. Um, and she got ready to go to bed. In the middle of the night, someone had snuck into her second-story apartment, which you never think will happen. Right, because that seems like such a pain in the ass. Right. To, if, I mean, if you're going to, like break into somebody's apartment like the second floor is not where you're gonna go no no but or so you somebody think. did and they stabbed her to death in the middle of the night holy shit yeah so she didn't show up for work the next day her co-worker was you know like oh this isn't right mm-hmm. she, the co-worker's son went um to go check on nancy um and he found her dead they they said that she was nearly decapitated holy shit she had been stabbed so many times and so violently so, the reason why they think that they're connected is because they were both engaged to be married within, like, I think a few months is what I read. Like, mm-hmm. they were about to get married. Um, you know, they're both working women around the same age, lived around the same area, so mm-hmm. they thought that they were connected. Um, and I'll get back to that in a minute. Okay. So, they've not made any arrests in either case. Interesting. Um, there was DNA found at Nancy's apartment. Um, and they did get a full DNA profile, and they believe it's the killer's because it's not Nancy's. And it's not her fiancé? No. It's not her fiancé. So, um, but there's no DNA in Judith's case. Interesting. Right. Um, actually, there was, but apparently the evidence got damaged and couldn't be tested. Perfect. So, there's no way to... Tell if it's the yeah, same person. unfortunately. Um, so, 
getting back to why the police think that these two cases are connected, they're both in their early 20s, you know, lived in the same area, both engaged. Um, both women's apartments were visible to each other. Oh, weird. So they lived very close to each other. Yeah. So like, they could basically, like, see into each other's windows? I don't... I think like that, that close? Yeah, like, they could not necessarily, like, see into each other's windows, but, like, if I'm looking out the window from my apartment, I can see where your apartment is. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, so it could be that whoever killed them, like, was kind of checking that out. I mean, that's, that is weird. It's random. Right. Um. Or live in the same neighborhood as both of them. Right. True. So, um, I mean, all the articles mention them together. I think the Sacramento County Police or Sheriff's Department, they kind of group them together. Mm -hmm. But I think that there's really big differences Mm -hmm. that make me kind of doubt whether they're actually related because in Judith's example she was taken basically right as she got home out of her car right and then taken somewhere where she was sexually assaulted assaulted bludgeoned and then strangled to death Mm -hmm. then she was dumped in a remote area where she wasn't discovered for a month right but um in Nancy's case someone snuck into her apartment and killed her there she was found the next day like there was she was stabbed she wasn't strangled yeah the um, mo is way different yeah and she wasn't sexually assaulted yeah because so, you think you would i mean if you did it before like why wouldn't you do it again right unless you were just really pissed and you wanted to mm-hmm. but like i i just i don't i think that the mo is too different for them to be related mm-hmm. um so the only, I mean, in my opinion, the only way I think that they could be connected is that maybe somebody noted, like, oh, they live close to each other, they're similar ages, and all the similarities, and maybe, you know, like, if I, if, maybe it was a copycat type of thing. Okay. But, I mean, it's so But different. a poor it's, attempt at yeah, a copycat. Yeah, <laughs> like a really, really bad attempt, because it makes no sense. Yeah, like, so it kind of sounds like you're leading towards, like, it's just very coincidental. Yeah, I mean, I think it is. It, it Obviously, it is. They lived so close to each other. I mean, it's kind of creepy. You could see their apartments. That's from, very weird. From, you know, each other. Or maybe, if it had been three men, maybe one of them did Judas' murder and kind of took the point on that. And maybe okay. another one did Nancy's murder. That's and that would explain, point. like, the differences in MOs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe they helped each other. But other than that, I just don't see that they're related. Yeah, that's really strange. Mm-hmm. Some people on Reddit also speculated that both of these murders were the work of the Zodiac Killer, which people, if you don't know who <laughs> Zodiac Killer is, you've been living under a rock, but he was a serial yeah. killer that was active in the 60s and 70s in the Bay Area. So uh, there's no real evidence that he ever operated in Sacramento. No, that seems like a little bit of a stretch. Yeah, and his, also his MO is, well, all over the place, but different. He definitely would have claimed those as his, I guarantee. So I don't think that he was involved in that. No, I doubt it. So, um, yeah, if you have any information on either murder, Mm -hmm. um, the Sacramento County Sheriff's Department Cold Case Investigation Unit is the one who um, they're investigating that. And you can find their phone number in the show notes. Um, like I also said, go take a look at the sketch that they made because you might know or like that that person that one of those men might look familiar. Mm-hmm. And that could, you know, kind of break this case open. Well, something I think that could be interesting too, if someone up in Sacramento had like the resources to do it, um, is to do like a one of those like age renderings where yeah. they like 
see what they w- might look like now right because with this sketch how many ever uh, specific years later that will be this is right <laughs> we don't do math here on this I, show I, I do not do math <laughs> in any official capacity nope um <laughs> you know it's obviously the person would look so much different than they did in 1970 right but i mean if you were alive then which we we were absolutely we were not. not nope my mom you was still very might young. know somebody though you know <laughs> exactly that like that and you know um like placer county it's remote there's a lot of small towns up there mm-hmm. people know people people kind of know everybody so you never know if you could recognize somebody yeah so um take a look at it exactly um, also, I failed to mention earlier, um, if you have any information on the Natalie Woods case, you can contact the L.A. County Sheriff um, and their cold case unit. Their phone number will be down below as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they are actively trying to work on the case and try to get justice for her. And, you know, we would like justice for all these yeah, lovely ladies. It's sad. I mean, you think 1970, you're, you're one of your, you know, your fiance is murdered mm-hmm. or your family member. That's awful. And then to never have closure. Yeah. That would be unbearable. The so. worst. Yeah. Take a look. Yeah. Show your fan, your, your fam, your friends and family. Sorry, I can't talk very well today <laughs> because your older family members might recognize somebody. Yeah. You never know what someone might, you know, remember. Yeah. It's true. All right. I think that I think that's gonna wrap it up it. for today. So um, yeah, be sure to listen Wednesday. We're going to actually drop a s- shorter episode mm-hmm. um, where we talk about the case of against Adnan Syed. Yeah, the HBO uh, docu series. We're going to start doing these a couple times a month where we yeah. um, discuss a documentary or something like that. Yeah. Um, there'll be more details on Wednesday, so yes. be on the lookout for that. And uh, we also wanted to say thank you all for your support and for listening because we were really shocked that so many of you listened. Yes, I kind of figured it'd just be my mom and maybe a few other people. A hundred percent, and our numbers are honestly blowing us out of the water. Yeah, we cheers with some sparkling cider earlier. Yes. Um. So again, thank you so 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 much. Make sure to subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Yes, it really please. helps us bump up on the al- algorithms. It does. Yep. And follow us on social media. We've got our podcast, Facebook, and Instagram. Everything's in the show notes mm-hmm. and um, our personal accounts. Yes. And we will talk to you later. Alrighty. Bye. Bye.